Who's that guy? You know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. One for the players at the crib, dank and drinks, and two is for the sound hootie hoo that I make. Nice ride. Where did hoodies come from? I saw Val Kilmer once. He was walking outside of a dumpling shop in a trench coat. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog. Do the number one meal with a large root beer. I'm an emotional creature. Don't open that door! <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. The Nate Show Podcast is presented by Safe Kicker Media Group. Please follow the show at The Nate Show on Facebook and at That's Nate Cox on Instagram. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It's time. I had a plan coming into this episode. I really did have a what I consider to be a good one a format, a topic that I wanted to discuss, and I may still get to it on this one, but right now, as I'm, I don't know what time it is where you are, wherever you're listening to this, where it is right here is two in the morning. You know, I might do that thing where I whine. I mean, I, I, I do have to work tomorrow, but it's later in the day and I'll be fine. I'll be fine anyway. Um, so, before I get into everything, I will say tonight has been a good night. I uh, got to see some good friends of mine and got to go to a rocking concert. Shout out to Joey's Van Band, you know. Um, by the way, at this point you may know this, but Joey is the one that did the intro. did the music for the intro that you heard at the beginning there. So, yeah, I had a plan to talk about um, mainly things that were that I touched on towards the end of last episode, which were basketball-related. Um, particular, where my love of basketball comes from. But before I get to that, if I even get to that this episode, um, those of you that are listening to this, more than likely at this point, I mean, obviously, you can go back and listen to it later. But the people that are going to listen to this first are people that are probably close friends of mine. And there's maybe some in there that just stumbled across this. You're like, hey, I enjoy it. So if you're you're one of those people, thanks. But to the people that are constantly asking, hey, when's the next one? What are you going to talk about this week? Um, Because I've got several of those questions this week. This is for those people, friends, family that I'm cool with. And... Anyone else listening, it's for you too. But mainly, this first part is going to be for those people. I did a video, or I have a video, that by this point, as you're listening, is on social media. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, it's on there. You probably already heard it. My plan was to take the audio from that and use it here, but I think it's probably more authentic if I just talk about it here. But the premise of that video... And the premise of where I'm at in my life right now is that there is a lot going on. And I'm not just talking about, you know, my schedule, although my schedule is fairly full and I'm doing a lot. I'm not talking about, um, you know, the lack of an emotional bandwidth because I've, well, I kind of am, but it's not because of anything. Whereas in the past, you know, 
to my own, you know, detriment to my own, um, I will say that those things that I'd been involved in that were maybe if they were messing with my emotional bandwidth, it was because of things more than likely that I had done to cause that, whether that be in a relationship or just in general. I mean, obviously when you're in a relationship or seeing someone or whatever the case may be, you're going to have that stuff anyway, but, or stuff that causes you to hurt and feel and all this stuff. So it's not even about that. Um, it's more, well, I'll get to that. So, you know, I'm, I'm lacking in those areas and what, what I've started to notice for a long time now, but really came to a head this past week is there's just too much stimuli in my life. You know, I'm constantly talking with great, uh, memories of specifically the summer of 2007. And when I start to think about, I'll just use that time as an example. When I start to think about that time in my life, yeah, there was the freedom of having just graduated high school and knowing that I wasn't going to go to college. And so I didn't have to stress about, hey, I got to get all these things. My friends are getting all these things in order. They're living situations. Got to get these books and this and that. Still got to go through yet another, you know, set of years of life where I've got to study and be diligent and whatever. I'm like, man, I'm out here just working, trying to make a little cash so I can put gas in the car, get some food, maybe go on a date or two or something. I don't know. So there was the simplification of my life. But more than that, there was just the total freedom of, hey, like if I want to go somewhere, do something, I don't necessarily, it'll be in my pocket probably, but I don't have to be attached to my phone. You know, summer of 07 was the first time I ever had a flip phone. Why don't you think about that for a second? And to me, that little black Verizon phone that I had at the time was everything. Like it was everything to me, like I had had like a little brick phone up until that point. And then my whole world changed with that flip phone. The antenna come out, boom, everything. Like, I love that thing. And, but it was nice to know that, hey, man, if I leave this thing sitting around for a little bit, it may leave it in my room or leave it on a table, go, go outside, shoot some hoops, go outside and hop in the pool, whatever, like, or go somewhere. Like, I don't leave my leave my phone in the car nobody needs to get a hold of me like we're still like at that time you were still like it started sorry i think i hit the mic there we're still at the end of that generation where you know that my parents for example grew up in where yeah you had like the big 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 cell phone but you didn't have like this where you put it in your pocket like if you had a cell phone you had to carry that sucker around which is cool but you know like I'm, I'm constantly marveling at that time in history where, where we were connected. We could call and get a hold of each other, but we weren't always tethered to each other. And I'm constantly thinking now about, you know, first of all, I will say that to those people that are close friends and family, they know this already. But I'm not a great communicator in the form of especially these days of responding to texts, responding to messages. 
as the kids call it, leaving you on red, like where you can see that I read your message and I don't respond. It's not necessarily personal. It's not like, I don't want to talk to this person. It's more so that I don't want to talk to anybody sometimes. Like, And that's the other thing. That's the other part of the um, contradiction is like, course i want to talk to people i'm on the I'm, I'm sitting literally as we speak as i speak literally sitting at a microphone wanting to talk to you but this is easier for me this is easier than hey nate what are your plans for later ah i don't know you know like <laughs> i i don't know and it's been tough lately it's been tough to really come to grips with Maybe some people can handle it. And if you one of these people, great, God bless you. Like, but it's affecting everything. Like I everything that I am doing and more importantly not doing is being affected by this idea that I have to constantly be in communication with or justify and you know, maybe that's all in my head, but it's like there's this pressure of if I don't respond or if I don't do this or if I don't reach out to this person or if I don't check these emails or if I don't, you know, get on Facebook and see what's going on. If I don't, it's like, there's like a pressure that's like, it's like I'm letting someone down if I don't do these things, but these things like don't matter. Like I, I was talking to someone that I'm close with about this earlier and I'm going to separate like immediate family and like really, really close friends from this. But, and this isn't to get dark or morbid. It's just a, it's a part of my life that happened and I'm going to talk about it as a means of informing you about something else. So, and if you've listened to older episodes, I, I may have mis- mentioned this before, but there was a time in my life that I was expecting to be a father. And then not long after that, we found out that I was no longer expecting to be a father. Let's put it that way. And that was a tough ordeal. And then again, separating immediate family and really close friends from my Facebook quote unquote friends list. There was a grand total of one person that reached out and said, Hey, look, like I know you may be in a tough spot, but if you need anything, if you need to talk, if you need anything, I'm not saying you're a bad person if you didn't do that and you're on my friends list at the time. That's not what I'm saying. But what I learned from that, or what I should have learned from that, rather, is at the end of the day, Facebook and that friends friends list of yours, or your followers on Instagram, whatever, none of that bleeping matters. Like None of it. None of that matters. Hey, it so happens that those same, some of those same immediate family members and close friends of mine are on Facebook. We do share memes with each other. We we do talk about, we do, hey, hey, you see the new uh, Jordans coming out? Yeah, like whatever, that type of stuff. But that's all menial, trivial stuff. Like none of it matters. Like it's like I said last week, what, like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Get on Facebook sometime. And before you get on, before you pull up the app, like right now, my phone is in front of me. It's open. I could click on the Facebook. I'm going to do it right now. Click on the Facebook button. Boom. Facebook's up. There's 
a friend of mine just shared a post, a funny one. There's a friend of mine just showed pictures of their child. Timing on that's interesting considering what I was just saying. Uh, there's a Honda King Sport ad. Uh, yeah, so there's just whatever. But that's how instant it is. Uh, hey, there's uh, Jason Tatum scored 60 points tonight. So there you go. Basically four or five pieces of information I just got in about 15 seconds. How much of that was useful? How much of that mattered? How much of that was interesting to you, the listener, in any way, shape, or form? None of it. Like, so open up Facebook, Instagram sometime, and preface it with the inner thought of, what are we talking about? What am I looking at? What are we doing? Does this matter? Is this important? Will I still be thinking about this at the end of the day? More importantly, should I still be thinking about this at the end of the day when my head hits the pillow? What difference does it make? Who cares? I, I one, one of the things, it annoys me when people say who cares on a Facebook post because it's like, well, you care. You posted, like you commented. Let's leave that there for a second because I know someone heard that. So, point being... If I'm being honest with myself, though, do I care about any of this? No. So why indulge in it? If I don't care, I learned growing up, or I was taught growing up, I'm still grasping and learning it. You only have a certain amount of time in a day. You only have a certain amount of days in your life. I know it sounds weird and it's like, but it's true. And I'll get to some of where I'm at emotionally on that in a second with the passing of time. But I only have a little bit. And that was before the advent of social media. This, that was, that was before, believe it or not, we texted each other. As human beings. I want you to just imagine if you're younger than me, if you're of a certain generation, you might not even know that there was a time that we didn't text. And that if you sent a text, it might cost you 25 cents. Imagine that. Imagine pulling a quarter. You don't even know what a quarter is because you use your card for everything or you use, you know, Apple Pay. But imagine every time you wanted to send a text, those little passive-aggressive texts that people send that just say K on them or the little emojis with the two fingers, the deuces, that would have costed you a quarter back then. And guess what? You don't have a quarter because you just use Apple Pay to get your Starbucks. See, I'm really starting to sound like an old person because I'm really starting to be an old person. I'm looking at my life and I'm going, okay, summer of 2007, I was 18. Cool. Here in a month, literally a month from today, I turn 32. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. Like, I'm turning 32. And everything that I used to hear as a kid that I used to roll my eyes at, well, you just blink and you'll be 30. You, you know, it'll go by quicker than you can imagine, blah, 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 blah. That's what it sounded like to me back then. Blah, 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 blah. I'm an old person. Blah, 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 blah. And now, well, here we are. 
And granted, I've still got a lot of great years ahead of me, provided I wake up tomorrow morning, provided I'm healthy going forward and this and that. But if I look at today, for example, it's today. Here's today. It's like a beautiful example. I've been struggling a lot. I'm on the phone with a good friend of mine until 2 in the morning last night talking about some of the things and you know, kind of where I'm at. And this person kind of in the same boat with me. I won't say this person's name, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was a real talk. So I wake up feeling okay, but I thought, and some of you may have seen the social media posts is where I was getting at earlier. I thought, well, let me put this out there. And it was very important to me. And I mentioned this in the post. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for someone to say, you know, to half-heartedly say, Nate, I'm here if you need anything. And if you said that, by the way, I appreciate that. Because I know you meant it if you posted. But, like, I wanted to make sure that I let you know that it's not why I was posting it, to get attention or to be whatever. I simply wanted people to know that, like, hey, the person that's always constantly fighting to prove that he's okay even though he's lying most of the time, is not okay. I'm lacking motivation to do anything. I'm lacking the love. You know, I talked about it last week, and it's easy to love basketball when you win. It's easy to love basketball when you make a bunch of shots in the fourth quarter. It's easy to love it then. But I ran one up and down last night to start the game, and I remember thinking... I don't want to do this. Like I don't I don't want to be here. And it's not limited to basketball. When I would do stand up, sometimes I would just go, I don't want to do this. And do the talk show. The only thing I want to do with my life, do the talk show. Be David Letterman. Well not be David Letterman, but be, you know, aspire to be all the things that he did, minus, you know, some of the things that he did. But anyway. Even that, get on the stage and I'm thinking, let me say this, what it comes down to, the heart of all this is I just want to be present. I want to be in the moment. I want to actually be able to enjoy the moment as I did tonight at the concert. I wanted to make sure I was grounded in that I don't need to think about how I'm going to, you know, how tired I'm to be. I still got to record a podcast. Got to get up and go to work. I need to work out at some point. And I make sure I pack the lunch for tomorrow. That I don't want to think about any of that tonight. I wanted to just leave the house as I did at 9 p.m. And just go. Go grab a beer. Chill and just enjoy the moment. And I did that. But it was a conscious effort to be unconscious. It was, you know. I remember I was laying, basically laying on top of my bed. I wasn't under the covers. I was just laying on top of the bed at 8.30 going, you know, they're expecting me to come to this show. I don't, it's not that I don't want to go. It's more so that I could easily just go ahead and turn out the light now and go to bed and be fine. But would I be fine? Probably not. So, today... Back to that example is weird in that 
I got a lot done, but again, for the better portion of that, I didn't feel like I was doing anything. I just felt like, well, this isn't enough. Like I'm doing this, but it's not enough. And then I go lay down, I take a nap after I shower and I'm like, well, that was a waste, but I feel better physically, but was it worth it? So again, there's always this constant battle of like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why can't I just be this fleeting? There's this version of myself that I see and that I have seen and I've lived through that is great that I just go, yeah, that's the guy. That version of Nate is the best Nate. But the default factory setting these days is not what I um, want it to be, what I aspire for it to be. And I, I understand that you have to work towards those things. But then this is that sort of proverbial chicken and egg argument where I'm going, yeah, but how? Like, how do I muster up the energy and the courage to put in this work to pursue these things that I quote-unquote love when I don't know what the bleep they are anymore? You know? And so, I won't share details because they're not necessarily any of your business, but in my squeaky chair... I don't think there will be any alarms go off tonight, though, or carbon monoxide detectors beeping. I'm still a little bit nervous about that, by the way. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you know, I had a good night. And one of the reasons that I had a good night tonight wasn't because, hey, I went out and grabbed a beer and saw, heard, saw and heard music. It's a lot deeper than that. Um, first of all, I, be I believe that the act of getting up and going was big in and of itself where those differences and things that are easy to do and easy to not do end up being major when they add up. So like I said, it would have been easy to just lay there, you know, put on the last dance on my iPad like I did all last weekend and just go to bed, just chill out. I could have done that. But I thought this is an opportunity to do something and, and sort of work towards, you know, work, basically work my way out of this funk that I'm in. And so there were little things about, I always believe strongly in, you want to call it the universe, you want to call it God sending you signs, whatever you want to call it. There were signs sent to me even just on the way to where I was going. And then there was a phone conversation that I had that was basically an answer to a prayer that I had not yet prayed because I'll just put it this way. There was something that I remember thinking earlier today. I remember thinking I'm off work on Sunday on Sunday. I really need to sit down and figure this situation out. I'm not going to think about it yet. I'm going to, wait and think about it Sunday. And then I had a conversation on the phone that wasn't even about that. It was just about general. So we're just talking like, Hey, but this person came to the concert with me. We were just talking about stuff and they're like, Hey, so this has presented itself. Would you be interested? Not knowing that 
I already had planned on being interested <laughs> in this. And I'm being vague, but again, it's stuff that I kind of want to keep, you know, under wraps until it, it, you know, it happens and until I'm ready to talk about it. But like, and again, I'm sorry if the audio keeps spiking there, but you know, like, um, so that's wild in and of itself. And then there's a song that came on the radio that I'm like, Oh, uh, Hey, come on. That's cool. And then it's everything that happened tonight. I don't want to go into like a lot of detail, but like everything that happened tonight was just, I won't want to call it perfect, but it was exactly, there it is again. I will say that it's exactly uh, what I needed. Now, I know that I can't just, I got to stop hitting the mic. Um, I can't coast on that. And that was the exercise ball that just made that noise, by the way. It wasn't me breaking wind so just in case you're wondering um different kind of air so me just so you know i'm not lying um <laughs> totally a, a, a flatulence related sound always breaks my train of thought but um it's. I mean, I could easily rewind. I was like, what was I talking about? Oh, like everything that happened tonight was exactly what I needed. It may not have been, you know, exactly quote unquote perfect. Let me get this exercise ball out of here. It may not have been perfect, but it was okay. Cool. And then it. I understand that's what it was. I understand that I, that I can't rely on the energy is eventually going to run out. Like I can't coast off tomorrow. I can't coast off of. Or maybe I can for a bit, but like last night was good. Let me coast off that. I understand there are things I'm going to have to do to repair my own headspace and emotional uh, bandwidth as I go tomorrow. So the thing is, is like going back to, you know, what I was talking about before with the social media post is, you know, a lot of the advice is good. And when I see advice that says, you know, just do what you love to do, you know, seek those things out. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing though. It's like, I don't know what those are anymore. So like pursuing and doing those is a trick. Cause I feel like I'm just walking in circles. Like, so basketball used to be the place to escape and get my mind off of things. Well, it didn't help last night, you know, going to grab, you know, burgers and wings and ribs and whatever with the guys afterwards. That did. But what I guess what I'm saying is the thing that I thought would help me feel better didn't. But the thing I didn't plan for, kind of like tonight in a lot of ways, did help. So, you know, we sort of try to look at that and go, what the heck happened there? You know, like the basketball stuff is i mean i fell in love with basketball crazy young i was probably four or five just love the game just love everything about it and all it's all i wanted to do like i'm i mean in the driveway or um you know in the basement is just working on the game if i'm shooting i'm dribbling i'm throwing the ball at the backboard and rebound and i'm i'm in the driveway pretending i'm jordan pretending i'm kobe pretending so hitting shots and listening to, you know, or excuse me, watching, you know, VHS tapes of games that my dad had recorded. And I'm 
I know NBA on NBC is on Sunday afternoon, so I'm watching, you know, the Pacers and Knicks at 1 o'clock or whatever. Like, uh, I'm just soaking it all in. I'm collecting basketball cards. I'm learning who's on who's like who's on what team. You know, my mom has always marveled at that. You know, my family in general has always marveled at that. At like age five, I knew who was playing for who. Like I could tell you, like, hey, who does Vernon Maxwell play for? Oh, he plays for the Houston Rockets. Like, and I could tell you how many points that people were averaging based on what I'd read on their basketball cards or what I'd seen on Sports Center if I watched Sports Center, and they'd say. You know, just in passing, hey, you know, so-and-so scored 26 tonight. That's a little bit above their season average of 24. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's like it goes in the subconscious. It's like I'm like in there taking notes. I didn't even do that in school, so why would I do that at home? But I'm like taking mental notes going, oh, cool. And it's, it's kind of the same reason that I, I feel like I've been good at trivia. Why it's funny now that I'm hosting is like whether I want to or not, like I end up retaining a lot of that information. I was I was telling someone I met tonight the same thing. I was pr- kind of like promoting trivia to them. They're like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to do trivia. And I'm like, you're smarter than you think you are because your brain is smarter than you think it is. Like, it's going to absorb stuff that you have no idea. So every now and then, it's going to be awoken. And you're going to be like, oh, I didn't even know. I knew. I, that happens to me all the time where somebody else be talking about it. And I'll be like, I'll throw a reference out there. Or, make a joke that I didn't realize that I even knew. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know that was in there. Like, so it's why it's why going back to the original premise, it's why being careful about what I'm consuming and caring about is very important because it's no different than people say you are what you eat. Yeah. You are what you consume is a better way to say that because it works across the board. You end up behaving and thinking like, I remember noticing, speaking of summer of 07, I remember noticing around that time, maybe a little bit before, that if I went and saw a movie, I would start carrying myself like whoever my favorite person in that movie was. It was unconscious until I finally noticed it. So, for example, if I go see, as a teenager, I go see Talladega Nights in theaters, one of my favorite movies. I start talking like Will Ferrell, like Ricky Bobby in the movie. Here's a big one. When I went and saw Superbad when I graduated high school, Jonah Hill, I wasn't, like, trying to be these people. I wasn't, you know, you move and you talk with a different flavor based on what you consume. Like, it's... Well, there are certain songs that I can listen to, certain artists, and I feel confident, and I feel like I, you know, have a different style or swag or whatever. And then other stuff puts you like in a different headspace, and so you end up operating in that headspace. So it's going to be very important for me, abundantly important going forward to, you know, consume the right things and and not always be indulging in, I won't say meaningless, but in you know conversations that really aren't helpful or productive, especially in those moments. So um, I'll put it this way. Uh, the The video that I put on social media that I'm about to put on as you're listening to this is going to be important. And I want everyone 
if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. But especially if you're someone that considers yourself a friend of mine, I want you to definitely check out that video because if I, going forward, am not a great communicator, well, can't say I didn't warn you because this is going to be part of me just unplugging and you know, you'll still see me post, especially to advertise episodes like this and do things on uh, way more stuff on Instagram than you'll see on Facebook. I'll go ahead and throw that out there. So Instagram at that's Nate Cox, C-O-X, by the way. That's where I'm going to be doing most of stuff like this. And there are some opportunities coming up that I would really like to take and maximize that I'm going to need in my life. And I want to make sure that I'm uh, sorry that I'm focused and that I'm doing uh, what I need to be doing and not just wasting my time and wasting my mind. So this seems like the appropriate place to begin winding down. I will say, by the way, I, I promised last episode that I would like let you know at the, by the end of that episode what the direction was going forward. Yeah, I didn't do that because it was very important to me, as I stated, to, well, actions speak louder. So instead of saying, here's what we're going to do, I, I don't want to, and I said this last week, I don't want to promote something that I haven't started working on yet or that I haven't, you know, sat down and and wrote down and said, okay, here's what I'd like to do. Here's the direction I'd like to go. A lot of times in previous episodes, in the spur of the moment, off the cuff, I would just say, hey, we're going to do this and then never do it because there was no actual plan. Now things are a little bit different. That's why the last reboot was important last week. So there will be a new episode, another solo episode of the podcast on May 7th, be a Friday. There will be another one after that on May 15th should be a Saturday be another one on May 21st Friday and probably I'm being careful here probably the 28th so another Friday and then starting in June starting in June the show and I'm not going to reveal too many details here the show will take a slightly different direction. It will no longer just be me filibustering and talking about my emotions, even though I warned you in the intro, I'm an emotional creature. Uh, I have been opening that door. But I want to do more fun things, and so... It'll go in a different direction. There's to be a lot of stuff like this. So if you're into this, and you know, I have a good friend of mine talking to me about it. It's either today or yesterday. I can't remember what day. All these days run together. But, um, but hey, like I'm glad that you vocalized some of this stuff because it's helped me process it. Well, great, whatever. So uh, my, I'm not necessarily trying to be. And this sounds terrible. I'm not necessarily trying to be helpful right now. I'm just really just putting this out there because I think if you have a show called The Nate Show, it's the name's named after you. People might want to know like who you are, what you're about, how you're feeling. So 
that's the thing that's lost in a lot of entertainment today is I just feel like people aren't like human beings. But we'll we'll come back to that some other time. So yeah, starting in June. Take a little bit of a uh, a uh, a different direction. Uh, my birthday's in June, by the way. So, like I said, I'll be turning thirty-two. I just I pause for a second because I imagine if you're listening to this, you're clapping like, "Hey, you turning thirty-two? So, thanks, appreciate that. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're headed. And again, this is another yet another episode of. Nate just sort of talking. I'm not really sure how much I'm actually saying, but I'm talking. Um, one of the things that you'll see, maybe even before June, is you'll see actual conversations, not just me talking on here. There'll be other people joining me. And so I'm looking forward to doing that. So if you made it this far in the proceedings. I do appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. I feel like I say that all the time, and it's it's not just lip service. I really do mean it. And shout out one more time, Joey's Van Band for you know playing a big part and upping my mood uh, this evening. Uh, my eyes are uh, absolutely burning at this point, so I'm going to go ahead and stop talking here in a moment. Uh, but again, you know, follow along. On social media at that snake cox on instagram i'll be posting clips and different stuff like that uh, apple podcast spotify google amazon wherever you get your podcast from there's a good chance this is available on it so tell your friends like i said the thing like michael keaton said in the intro i want you to tell all your friends about me that's from the 1989 batman by the way hopefully i don't get you know, the intro taken down for that for copyright but anyway whatever so Love you, Michael Keaton. Love you, Batman. It's my favorite Batman movie. Just give me a break. It's like a two-second clip. Just like, just give me a break. Don't take it down. But anyway, thanks again for tuning in, and hope to have you back next week. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nate Show podcast. Make sure that you head over to the Nate Show 423com where you can follow this podcast and everything else that's going on with the Nate Show. I hope to have you back next time, but if not, I get it.